This episode of the Butte by ABIC podcast is brought to you by Electronic Australia. Hello and welcome to the Butte by ABIC podcast, your online support community for the aesthetic and beauty industry. Here, we are strengthening and unifying the industry through representation, innovation and education. This is a platform created and dedicated to the aesthetic and beauty industry, valuing unity and advancement. We serve to represent, support and inspire you by connecting you with industry experts, expanding your knowledge through educational pieces and bringing you the latest industry news. This is Beauté by ABIC. I'm your host, Nicole Montgomery, and today's guest is Clinical Training Specialist and BDN, Rhiannon Mitsopoulos from Lutronic Australia. Rhiannon brings a wealth of knowledge with over 15 years' experience. She has worked within Australia and around the world with a passion for specialised laser training and business support within the aesthetic, dermatology, and cosmetic surgery sectors. Her experience in the aesthetic industry, including owning and managing her own businesses, has led her to step into a hybrid role for Lutronic Australia. Here to share her insights on the Clarity 2 from Lutronic Australia, today we welcome Rhiannon Mistopoulos. Welcome to the ABIC podcast today, Rhi. Hello, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. It is my absolute pleasure and I'm looking forward to a really fun and educational podcast with you today. So, Rhi, I'd love to start with how you came to be within the professional aesthetic industry. Well, if my memory serves me well, I knew from a really young age that I wanted to be in the um, personal grooming and beauty space. As soon as I finished high school, I went and studied my diploma of beauty therapy. And back in 2004, that was really the only sort of, I guess, qualification you could really do to go into what is now what we call the aesthetic medical industry. So I started off um, doing my diploma of beauty therapy and I worked in a couple of clinics before I moved to London. And I worked in Harrods for around two years. Lots of stories can be shared from from that experience. Um, But it was the first time that I was introduced to energy-based devices, and it was actually IPL back then. And that sort of stirred something within me, and I decided that that was sort of a path I wanted to pursue. So I came back to Australia, and I decided to continue my education, and that's when I went and studied at the Australasian Academy of Cosmetic and Dermal Science, and I became a dermal, dermal therapist from there. I ended up working for AACDS as a part of their curriculum development and design team and practical trainer. Incredible. Can you tell us any favourite stories or standout moments from your career that made you warm your warmed your heart? Well, look, I don't know if warm my heart would be something I'd say from my experience from, from Harrods, but um, certainly I got to meet work on and deal with a lot of, I guess, famous people, people from the royal family, um, not a huge football fan, but lots of uh, football players and their wives, like Victoria Beckham and David Beckham, et cetera, were, were often regulars. So, um, yeah, it, it was definitely a fun time. That is so exciting. So, Re, today I'd love for you to tell me what the most common challenges cl- clinicians face when dealing with hair removal specifically. 
Yeah, of course. There's many challenges that businesses and clinicians can face. I think the biggest one at the moment is competitive pricing. I don't think we as an industry can reduce the price of laser hair removal treatments any anymore. Um, but what we can do is obviously improve the time and the time it takes to perform these treatments. Um, and I think that's where the technology is going. So not only are the devices that are being made and manufactured, they're effective, but they're also focusing on reducing that time and the time it takes to perform the actual laser hair removal treatment. Um, I don't think it's going to reduce the overall number of treatments they need, but certainly each session, because I think you can probably agree if we reduce the price of laser hair removal sessions, there's just going to be nothing in it for businesses anymore. Which is really sad because when I was a teenager, we were all picking out ingrown hairs and shaving our bikini lines and it was awful. And now teenagers are so lucky because they have access to, you know, incredible clinics and laser hair removal, which is fantastic. But for older demographic women um, with, you know, hormonal changes and whatnot and facial hair, is the Clarity 2 a good option? Yeah, look, absolutely. So the Clarity 2 is a 755 nanometer and a 1064 nanometer wavelength. Um, this or both these wavelengths are very common wavelengths that are utilized for laser hair removal. So absolutely this device would be effective from any age background, any Fitzpatrick skin color actually, um, and for a number of different reasons for hair growth, whether it's just unwanted hair growth, whether it, as you said, hormonal hair growth as well. So on that, what are the most common misconceptions around hair removal and hair reduction? And um, will anybody ever be completely hair free? Yeah, so I will speak from my own personal opinion here because people's opinions on this topic absolutely do, do vary. Um, the body is designed to have hair on it. Um, now, if you go through and you have a laser hair removal course, Yes, you are going to have what we call permanent hair reduction, but there are a number of different uh, indications that can potentially cause hair to regrow. And that can be lifestyle, that can be medication changes, that can be things like high stress, pregnancy, etc. So if we want to effectively treat a hair follicle itself, we need to do one of two things. And the first thing we need to do is we actually need to destroy the germinating cells in the hair bulge. And the second thing we need to do is we actually need to coagulate the blood supply in the dermal pillar that actually feeds the hair. If we do those two things effectively, that hair follicle will no longer produce a hair. However, we have hundreds of millions of dormant hair follicles all over our body that can be triggered to produce a hair at any given time for the reasons that I've just discussed. So I always like to talk about an ideal candidate. And an ideal candidate is usually a Fitzpatrick type 1, 2 or a light 3 who has very dark, thick, coarse hair. If we talk about them as being an ideal candidate and we treat them for around 6 to 12 sessions, we can expect them to get anywhere from 85 to 95% permanent hair reduction. It goes down from there. So if we take, say, for example, a Fitzpatrick type 1 who has got either red hair or very blonde hair and it's very fine, then the likelihood of them getting that 85 to 95% permanent hair reduction is highly unlikely. They're probably more expected to maybe say a 20 to 30% depending on the actual colour of the hair itself. So it is a hard question. I don't think there's a straight answer, um, but I think it's also 
unrealistic to expect anyone to undergo a course of laser hair removal sessions and never to ever have to go under either another course later on down the track based on hormones, um, medication, lifestyle, and all through a maintenance mm. session. Yes, yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. With regards to going and having, obviously, laser hair removal and clients wanting to get the most bang for their buck, I feel like people are becoming more aware and more smart that there are different types of lasers because, obviously, you can go to one clinic for six or ten treatments and not get much of a result and then go to another clinic and get incredible results in only a few treatments. So can you tell us about the Lutronic Clarity 2 and why consumers are looking for this device in particular? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to tell you a little bit more about the Clarity 2. The Clarity 2 is the second generation laser hair removal device from Lutronic. The first generation was just a standard 755 nanometer wavelength. As you can probably argue, you do need to have two wavelengths for a laser hair removal device to be, in my opinion, very effective. So we did add the 1064 nanometer wavelength on the second generation. There's lots of other things that we added. Uh, I think one of the most important things that we did is we increased the spot size. So we increased our spot size to 25 millimeters. So it's got a very large spot size, uh, which is fantastic for your first time hair removal uh, clients. That spot size will actually uh, increase the focal point of the energy. So it's going to target those thicker, darker terminal hairs. They also added the ICD cooling, so cryogen cooling. Cryogen cooling is considered the gold standard epidermal protection. Um, it was a painted technology previously, so once that painted had ended, uh, Lutronic decided to build that into actually uh, the Clarity 2, but also one of our other devices, the Dermal B. The good thing about our ICD or our cryogen cooling is we've got a hybrid model. So a business owner can choose to either use the cryogen cooling and or use a air cooled or using a Zimac to cool the epidermis and protect the epidermis. If they're a business that does a lot of laser hair removal, we usually typically recommend on one, twos, and then sort of freeze light fours to use the air cooling. However, if they do have darker Fitzpatrick skin types, or they're working on um, more intimate areas like such as the labia, we do recommend the cryogen cooling. It also does allow them to be able to use the device to treat pigmented lesions and vascular lesions very effectively. With some of the devices, um, I guess, on the market, if they don't have the protect epidermal cooling, it does minimise, I guess, what you can do with those devices. So by having both options, the option to toggle between either of them to suit what you're trying to treat, I think is one of the biggest advantages of the Clarity 2. It also goes up to 10 hertz. So if you are going to be purchasing this device for laser hair removal, certainly having a device that does go up to 10 hertz is a huge advantage. It does mean that you can reduce those treatment times for laser hair removal session, or sorry, treatments. And as I said before, I don't think we really can reduce the price much more, but what we can do is we can reduce the time of those treatments. That's so cool. And just for my um, benefit and knowledge, with the cooling, we're doing sensitive areas like the labia or the nipple, is it less painful? Yeah, so well, the first thing is always we want to make sure that we're, uh, we've got correct epidermal protection. So typically on 
females, the labia and the nipple area tends to be a little bit darker due to hormones. So if the skin's a little bit dark in that area, we do want to make sure that we provide appropriate epidermal cooling. So by using the cryogen, that's going to be the most effective, um, but also it does help to minimise the pain as well. So there's two reasons you would use the ICD to manage pain, but also to mitigate potential adverse events with the skin being darker in those areas. That's so cool because I'm much more likely to go back for treatment if it's not too painful. <laughs> yeah, and I think this is another one that comes up a lot with laser hair removal and, and should it be painful or if, I'm, if I don't feel anything, is it not working, is it not being effective? Everybody has different pain thresholds and that can change from day to day, from week to week. So I don't believe that it should be excruciating but I also don't believe that if you aren't feeling anything, the treatment's not being effective. Usually people will find it more painful or more uncomfortable on sensitive areas, such as the labia or the upper lip, for example, or if the area of the skin is darker or the hairs are thicker and darker in that area. So I know um, when I had my laser hair removal treatments done, where I had thicker, darker hair, such as my underarm, that was more uncomfortable than, say, my legs. The hair on my legs was a lot finer and a lot lighter. So they're the reasons that can make the treatment more comfortable or less uncomfortable for you. But I don't think the pain generally determines the outcome or the effectiveness of the actual treatment. Yeah, that's amazing. And, um, Ray, if you had the clarity to, what other treatments could you utilise the device for apart from laser hair removal? Yeah, so one of the best features, I believe, of the, the clarity to is that, yes, it is an incredible laser hair removal system. It does it very well and very effectively, but it also does pigmented lesions and vascular lesions very well and very effectively. So it wasn't a hair removal device that was created that had the ability to do pigment and vascular. It was a platform that was designed to do pigment, vascular, and hair. So if we have a look at our pigmented lesions, you can do um, a lot of your uh, UV damage or your sun damage patients. So just generalized pigmentations, the little entigos, you can treat freckles. It's also got a very short pulse duration. So you can drop your pulse duration down to 0.1 of an MS, 0.3 of an MS or 0.5 of an MS. And that equates to 100 microseconds, 300 microseconds and 500 microseconds. So we look at that as being a short pulse duration. So with this device, using the 1064, you actually can use it for the treatment or the management of melasma. It's not necessarily my go-to and it wouldn't necessarily be my first line approach. I'd be looking at maybe something like the Cosmolan Peel, or I'd be looking at using the Hollywood Spectra or a Q-switch for my melasma patients. But certainly you can use the 0.1 MS Pulsturation and the 1064 to help manage your melasma cases. In terms of the vascular, you can treat everything from on the face to obviously on the body. So on the body would include leg veins. It would include port wine stains. You can also do facial tellies, facial background to erythema, cherry angenomas, venous lakes. Uh, you can also use it for just general skin rejuvenation. So bulk heating of the epidermis, sorry, bulk heating of the dermis to stimulate collagen elastin. Neutronic is a leading innovator of aesthetic and medical advanced laser and related technology. Established over 20 years ago to bring intuitive, robust, versatile devices which are affordable and efficacious, 
to the worldwide medical community. Committed to improving medicine, Lutronic partners with key opinion leaders to advance science and ensure efficacy of its systems. All systems are versatile and offer multiple setting and treatment options for customized treatments, which optimize outcomes for a wide variety of conditions and treatments, including melasma, tattoo removal, soft tissue incision, vascular hair removal, wrinkle reduction, rejuvenation, body face contouring, chronic pain, healing, and much more. With a focus on physician needs and patient outcomes, Lutronic dedicates time and funding toward the development of devices that offer features and improvements not found in today's market. Devoting more than 15% of revenues in R&D, Lutronic holds more than 270 current and pending patents. To learn more, visit lutronic.com.au. You've been quoted before as saying that the Clarity 2 is your favourite device in the Lutronic suite, but why is the Clarity 2 so unique and your favourite device? It's definitely one. It's hard to choose. I mean, we've got some incredible technology, so it's definitely hard to choose a favourite. The reason I love introducing the Clarity 2 into businesses is because it is so versatile. It covers off a large list of indications that a lot of businesses want to treat from hair removal through to pigment through to vascular. So the fact that they can sort of have one device that does majority of what they need from a business perspective, I think it's sort of a no-brainer. Makes perfect sense. And with Clarity 2, does it work well with other devices? Yeah, of course it does. I mean, the only thing that's probably really missing from the Clarity 2 is some form of either ablative or non-ablative laser. So definitely if there's other devices in the business, then you can integrate them really well and you can always offer your patients a multi a multi-modality approach as well, definitely. And with um, clinicians, generally speaking, and I'm generalising, um, they tend to promote and sell treatments that they like doing. Do you find from going around and you spend a lot of time in clinics with all different areas of the aesthetic industry from dermatologists to dermal clinicians, um, beauty therapists, nurses, do you find that people actually enjoy like ergonomically doing performing the device? Is it easy to use? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's probably one of the most intuitive devices I've ever used. Uh, it's very easy to swap from wavelengths. You don't need to change hand pieces. You simply just can toggle on your graphic user interface between the wavelengths. Changing your spot sizes is super easy. We do them by a what we call a cartridge. Um, it's a contactless cartridge. So we slide that in and out of the handpiece to change your spot sizes. It's also got a feature called the IntelliTrap, which means you can select the percentage of overlap that you would like. And then you simply just roll the handpiece over the skin and it lays down um, those pulses depending on what you've determined the actual overlap to be. It's got this really cool feature, which is basically like taking a screenshot on your iPhone. So if you're running late or you've done multiple treatments on a particular client, you don't have time to write them down, you can just hit that screenshot button and it will take a screenshot of the graphic user interface and then embed those settings into the memory function of the device. So you can go back at any time um, and use them. You have the choice of using a foot pedal or a finger trigger, which in busy clinics, I think it's very probably, it's overlooked a lot. You've got 
clinicians um, or therapists who will like to use a foot pedal and then you've got others that would like to use a finger trigger. So the fact that with this device they can simply choose, that makes a huge difference for them as well. Can anybody use the device or do you have to be a registered practitioner? Unfortunately, in Australia and New Zealand, there are no or very few regulation or guidelines, and they certainly aren't consistent from state to state. So here in New South Wales, unfortunately, anybody can go out and buy a laser or an IPL system or any, any energy-based device for that matter, and they can use it. There's no law preventing them from doing so. In other states, such as WA in Queensland, you do have to have a qualification, and then you do have to, have to go... Um, X number of hours and obtain either a, a, what we call a laser license. So it, it's a hard one. Lutronic Australia, we make sure that we have detailed conversations with all of our customers to make sure that one, the device suits their business and their business needs and is going to provide a, a solution to the problems that they're facing, but two, that they do have the correct qualification and the correct skill set to operate these devices. In saying that, we can't stop them from going out and buying a device, but we certainly make sure that all of the people that we work with across Australia and New Zealand do meet a minimum standard in terms of education in being able to use and operate the devices, yes. And if a clinic has a new clinician who's not familiar with the device and accidentally has some sort of mishap, can they do they contact you? Do they get onboarding or education with you? Yeah, so part of the purchase with any device with Lutronic is they you will get clinical training that's provided to you. Generally, that clinical training is provided in clinic. I find that the therapists or the staff using the device work best in their, their own environment. Um, we've got protocols and policies for if there is an adverse event. So the clinician or the business would generally fill in that paperwork and send that back to us. And then we obviously follow the steps um, outlined in that protocol um, to assist them in managing that adverse event, yes. In regards to the cost per treatment and how many treatments the client requires, is it on par with other devices or would you say competitive or? Yeah, pricing is, pricing is a tricky one. And the reason it's tricky is because depending on your location, you could have the exact same device as your, you know, colleagues say in, in Melbourne. However, their overheads might be a lot more than what yours are. So they may be street frontage, in a prime location, paying, you know, $2,000 a week, your clinic might be based in New South Wales and you're paying $100 a week. So whenever we talk about pricing and setting pricing uh, for your treatments, I always say to my clients, you need to make sure that your overheads are being met and you're also, I guess, making the ROI that you had intended on that device. So we can always give a guideline as to what people are charging across Australia, but ultimately it's up to the business owner to make sure that their pricing structure does generate an ROI for them. They're not underperforming, but they're also not um, outpricing themselves in, in the market as well. So that's what I suggest for pricing. In terms of the number of treatments, I don't think the clarity to 
will mean that you need less hair removal sessions? No. Uh, the reason for that is when we do laser hair removal, we're targeting a specific range of hairs. Now, that specific range of hairs is going to change depending on the location and the area of the body that we're working on. So we need to do that. And if we just say we're only treating 30% of the hairs at any given time, that's three, six, nine, 12. That's a minimum of sort of four sessions in that area. I don't think any device is going to change that because fundamentally we're treating the areas that are in the correct stage of hair growth at any given time and a device can't change. Them. Yes, no, that makes perfect sense. And it sounds like what's really cool about you being a BDM is that you're actually providing business advice as well to the clinic owner. Yeah, look, and I think that's probably one of the the things that I've all the, the experiences that I can draw on is that I've sort of done everything within within the aesthetic industry. I have, you know, been a therapist. I've been an educator. I've been a student. I ran my own business. Um, and now obviously I have a hybrid role of sales and training. Um, where I sort of find I feel very comfortable, the space that I like working in is businesses that are opening up or starting up for the first time or introducing a new device to their business. They don't really know where to start. And I always say to my customers, if I don't have the right device for you or the right solution, I will happily recommend another product in the market that's going to address and, and suit their needs because there's nothing worse then selling a clinic or a business a device that doesn't suit their needs and trying to manage that going forward. So I would much rather see them purchase a device that's going to address their needs and provide their solutions they're looking for. And um, if I wanted to see before and afters or learn more about the Clarity 2, where would I go? Yeah, so we've got our beautiful new New South Wales clinical training room uh, and showroom that's set up. So my recommendation would be to reach out via... Um, our website, so either Advanced Cosmeceuticals or Lutronic Australia, and they'll put you in touch uh, with myself. And then what we can do is we can schedule an appointment for you to come in and have a look at the device. We've got all of our devices set up here. So whether it's a clarity to potentially one of our other devices you want to have a look at, we can do that all in one, one meeting and you can feel, see, touch the devices and we'll, we can go from there. That's so cool. And one last question. So, Renny, one last question before we um, wrap up, and I thank you so much for your, your time and your insights today. Um, you did mention earlier about the lack of regulation, and I'd love to ask um, why you believe an industry body such as Aesthetic Beauty Industry Council is so important. Yeah, and that it's a great point to end on, Nicole, and it's why I was, I guess, such a driving force behind Advanced Cosmeceuticals and Lutronic joining AB. And it is because we don't have a national legislation or national regulation around our industry. And I think it's really, really important. I think there's a lot that needs to happen to get to that point. But if big players in the industry, such as Lutronics, such as Advanced Cosmeceuticals, don't join um, these associations, I don't think we're going to make that progress. So um, definitely there's a huge safety and education benefit to being a part of the ABIC community. Thank you so much for sharing your insights today um, regarding this incredible modality. And we would love to have another podcast to learn more about the various treatment options. Um, I feel like we've only just touched the surface of the capabilities of the Clarity 2. And just one more time, I'll get you to mention your website for where people can reach you and learn more. 
Yeah, if anyone would like to know more about the Clarity 2 or any of the other Lutronic devices, please head to lutronic.com.au or alternatively head to advancedcosmeceuticals.com.au. Fill in the contact form online and one of us will reach out to you. Thank you, Emery. You're welcome, Nicole. Thank you for having me. You've reached the end of another episode of the Beauté by ABIC podcast, your online support community for the aesthetic and beauty industry. Thank you for listening. And until next time, stay connected.